There we go. Hi. Hey. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna do the ads. Right. Like professionals. Yes, professionals. Um, which means I'm not gonna say the thing that I've been saying so much. Right. I'm a professional. <laughs> but what I want to do is I'm gonna start with our boy Ian. It was great. I don't know if you saw last week when I posted the show to social media. I think it was on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I did I, see it. <laughs> Ian, Ian, who is an amazing human, he's a veteran. He's a sponsor. He is a a pixie planner. Right. <laughs> he actually commented on the show with, yeah, he and pixie planner dude seem shady. <laughs> I was like, guy, what are you doing? I was like, yeah, he's a little suspect. But once you get to know him, he grows on you like a fungus. Uh, but and regardless, he can plan you an amazing vacation. He can. Um, <laughs> it, and here's the deal. So we were, we were trying to plan something and some dates are conflicting now. So we're not gonna be able to do what we were going to do. However, um, I, I hit him up like, hey man, what would this be? And like right. Johnny on the spot, yeah. dude. I'm talking like in a day. Yeah, yeah. It was like 24 hours. He if shot that. me back three different quotes for right? three different resorts, all different package options. Like it was bananas. And yeah. I was like, damn, son. You know, I knew you were good, but damn. <laughs> right, um, right. But that's what he does, dude. Yeah. And it was like for us, we were gonna hit. Uh, I won't even say it. we were gonna go somewhere. Right, right. But anyway, <laughs> but he can get you where you want to go. That's yes. the point. But that's that's the thing is he does Disney, he yes. does Universal, he does Sandals. There's all the cruises, and he can do airfare. He can right. do everything. I mean, it's everything. And what was crazy is even in, when he quoted me, this is how straight up this dude is. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Hey, man, I didn't throw airfare in here because I bet you can get it cheaper." Right. I was like, "Damn, dude!" Like, right. So he's amazing. He's not like, I'm going to put everything in that I possibly can to make sure I make the most money. He's trying to get you the best deal. So check Ian out. Uh, Just go to traviscrutcher.com backslash pixie Ian, (laughs) and it'll take you straight to his spot. We have a new sponsor that I know you're excited about. I'm really excited. Because all them ladies like, how your nails on fleek? Tell them, Jessica. That's right. It's because of red Aspen nails. Aspen. Yes. A-S-P-E-N. There you go. (laughs) They're amazing. They do great Pop on, they call them nail dashes because they're so fast and easy to put on. You can wear them for up to two weeks. And they have all kinds of fabulous patterns, colors. You can do pedicure and manicure. It's incredible. Here's what I'll say about it. <laughs> and I, I shouldn't, as you know, I don't wear them. But what I will say is, like, you have always been very hesitant to do that sort of thing yes, for yourself. I have. And I've always been like, just go get them done because I know you like them. But you could never, you were like, I don't want to spend the money. Yes. But you found these and were like, oh man, like yeah. these are crazy affordable and they last a long time. Yeah. I'll even, I'll tell you right now, $12 to $16. That's crazy. Dude. And you get more than one manicure out of each box. And I think you, you <laughs> popped on a new set before we went to Disney. Yeah. And we swam every day, yes. water rides every, like yep. the whole nine. All the things. Opening all the snacks. Yep. And they were fine. No issues, yeah. And I will say, with it being summer, we've spent a lot of time at the pool, at the lake, at water parks. They don't fade. The glue holds, and they're easy to take off. You soak them in soap and water. That but- made me laugh this week. <laughs> that made me laugh this week, because you put on a new set, yeah. and you had matching nail polish for your toes. Yes, and we went to the water park, and before we got back, your toes had faded, but your fingers were all bling Yep, still. my fingers perfection. are perfection. So check out redaspenlove.com slash Jesse Crutcher with another slash. 
And we'll put that link in the description of this yes. episode so you guys can check it out. And they have more wonderful things, too. They do. <laughs> on and on she goes. Um, so, real quick, I'll say that the show is also brought to you by TravisCrutcher.com. Yes. I know that guy, and I can tell you, like, I just I can't say anything negative about him. No. I could, but that would be really bad for my brand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but head over there if you're interested in having me come speak, if you're interested in finding out more about the show. If you want to be a sponsor for the show, you can check that out there. If you want to be a guest, yeah, check that out, That's too. That's right. Uh, you can also hire me to be a coach if that's your jam. If you know that you're ready to go after some stuff and you might need an accountability partner, you might need someone to help you act in some of these things or work through some head junk, yep. I got your back, dog. So <laughs> head over to TravisCoach.com and check that out. We're also brought to you by TeamHopeLifters.com. You can get your fitness on, your nutrition on. Great accountability partners. Uh, we I do a meal plan every week that goes out to all of my people, and uh, we always are trying to keep our squats low and our hopes lifted. That's right. Um, and so today on the show, I'm not going to get too deep into it, but right. it, I will just say that it is like the genesis of every other show is we're yes. having a conversation. <laughs> my brain goes on some weird, <laughs> like Ozzy Osbourne is for sure the conductor yes. of my train of thought, because uh-huh. it is fucking crazy train. It is true. Um, but... <laughs> Where we started was not where we ended, and it, it ties into legacy, it ties into impact, it ties in yes. a lot of things we talk about. It's just a weird start point, Yeah, but track with me. That's you guys right. Will, Stick with us. You guys will You'll get like it. it. Trust it. You've got a friend in me. Hint, Ooh. hint. All right, so without any further uh, do on with their show. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. All right, here we go. Here we are. Now that we're done conducting our intro music. That's right. That's yep. what we do. We dance. Man, the behind the scenes on that would be <laughs> the stuff of nightmares. All right. So... <laughs> Speak for yourself. No, I, you you are a professional dancer. You do it every single day. <laughs> yeah, right. I do dance every day. Dancing is part of your profession. Yes. So, that, ergo. Shoot, I didn't even think of that. Come on, man. <laughs> Look at me. It's not lying if it's Add true. Add it to my resume. All right. So, here's the deal. We were having a conversation, and, yes. and it, was, it was like we were... I think where it started was the Back to the Future thing. How, yeah. you know, if Marty McFly traveled into the future as far as he went to the past, he'd be here today. Right. Like, oh, shit. Wow. That Weird. hurt your brains. And yeah. then we started about Nirvana's debut album came out 30 years ago. That'll hurt your feelings. Yeah. And then we were just talking through this. We were kind of looking stuff up, and then I was, we were talking about Toy Story. Yeah. I was like, that's got to be old. And you're like, no, it can't be. And we looked it up. That thing is 25 years 25 old. 25 years old. So here's... 25 years. Right. We were like, no. <laughs> but I knew it predated us dating. Yeah. I knew that it was it was back. It was like right. way back. And so yeah. what we were talking about is, you know, just over the last two years mm-hmm. at one of our favorite places on the plaza, uh, planet, Disney World. Yes. At Hollywood Studios. Right. They just finished Toy Story Land. Now, let's, yes. let's fucking unbox that for a second. <laughs> they started construction. Yes. More than 20 years after mm-hmm. this film debuted. Right. And it still fucking kills. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Slinky Dog Dash. You have to wait in line Two for hours. 75 minutes. Hour and a half minimum <laughs> to get right. on that shit. From the time the park opens until it closes. It's Man, crazy. Man, look. About... about <laughs> Ten years ago, yeah. we waited in line for almost two hours yes. just to meet Buzz and Woody. Yes. 
And that shit, there was no Toy Story Land, nothing. It right. was just no. They were and they were in this weird little like glassed in yeah. <laughs> closet. Yeah. And of course, like... you know, we are sandwiched in between the two coolest families ever. Ooh, it was a long. They were extra <laughs> spicy. <laughs> um, they were cool, but anyway. So we were talking about that, and I was like, "Holy shit! Can you right. imagine? Right? Can you imagine doing something twenty five years ago? Yeah. That is not only." Still impactful. Yes. But it's still crazy profitable. Right. People still talk about it. <laughs> there are generations growing up on something you did right. a quarter of a fucking century right. ago. And still relevant enough to be producing right. rides and clothes and books and, you know, little spin-off things. And, you know, all kinds of things have, have come from there. I mean, there were... Two, three, and four. Right. Toy Story right. too. <laughs> and and now a whole new movie with Lightyear right. based off of Buzz. And there was TV shows. I mean, you yeah. name it. Yep. And so as we were talking about that, it was like we, we started to kind of figure out the the how and the why. Yeah. Like how did that happen? Yes. How did what and so some of the things that we were talking about and, and I was bringing up was that, you know, it dawned on me is that because that was really Pixar's first jam. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And they had zero fucking rules. Right. They had no rules. They did whatever they wanted. They they innovated yes. in ways that had never been seen in animation because yes. there was no one telling them they couldn't. Right. Right. And and in doing so, they revolutionized right. the industry of cartoon. Uh, dude. I come mean, on. there was never a cartoon that you could watch on TV and it looked exactly like it looked when you right. picked up the doll in real life. And what was impressive, you know, we're going to kind of go on a little <clears throat> geek tangent because right. we're, we're super fans. Yeah. I mean, our, our oldest is yes. like, you know, he is the Toy Story kid. Right. <laughs> but it wasn't just the toys because, you know, any yeah. animator could make the toys look like those toys. Yes. But you would look at like hair fibers and wood grain and yes. like little details. And it's right. like when you start looking at how they did what they did, they gave themselves permission to to go crazy with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And they were like crazy detailed. Mm-hmm. Like it all mattered. Yeah. And we were really talking about like, man, how applicable is that yes. to anything you want to really succeed? And can you imagine if you put that same level of intentionality into something, what kind of impact you could make over a quarter of a century. Right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Right, right. To have that much attention to detail for that wide of an audience. And, and what's awesome absorb. is if you if you really look at how they created it, they weren't saying this is going to impact the world for a quarter of a century. No. No. They said, let's do let's do what we want to do. Right. Let's, let's have do a, a blast cool doing kids it. Movie. And let's do the very best we possibly can. Yeah. That was it. Right. They weren't, they didn't even fixate on the notion of how well it would do. Right. They didn't care. They wanted to do this thing as great and as perfectly as they, not perfect, I hate that word, but do do what they wanted to do in in a way that would bring excellence. Yes. Yes. Well, and I think on on top of that, the storyline is, you know, when you think about in your own life, like that is relatable. It is relatable in your own life if you have children, right. in your children's lives, in your grandchildren's lives. And, you know, I mean, it's it, the whole story just really captures every age right. and stage of life. And if you're able to turn what your message is into a wide variety for many ages, for many stages of life, I, I mean, that's 
you've got a legacy there. You've got 25 years right. of people looking to see what you're doing. And that's such an important point because, it, you know, you're right in the film. It does really, mm. it captures, you know, not as directly, but it does capture some mom struggle. There's some implied struggle happening there right. because you only see mom's feet, right? right. So there's something, <laughs> something amiss there. We don't ever find out what happened. Right. But it's Disney, so we can assume dad's dead, right? <laughs> because one parent has to die. There's no there divorce has to be in Disney. Everyone dies. Right. They get shot in the woods. Something happened. Right. Um, and it's in the first five minutes, or it's just not spoken about. So right. you just know that they're dead. Right. Anyway, so mom's got some swirl going on. She's doing the best she can. Yeah. You know, you've got Andy, who's like sandwiched in that middle spot. Like he's yeah. still trying to figure stuff out, but he's got Molly. Like. So you've yes. got all these different facets. Right, she's you've like got a little messy toddler. <laughs> you've got douche your neighbor Sid, yes. you know. Yeah. But it, it does show you this large swath mm-hmm. of humanity and how everyone's just trying to cope in their own way. Yeah. And and that's why it resonates throughout generations because yeah. they took the time to bring, bring all these perspectives together. Right. Right. <laughs> and they told it from the perspective of a third party who was objective. Right. Who didn't care about anyone's baggage, right? Like, Woody yes. didn't give a shit. No, he, he just wanted, just to, wanted be to be the best toy. He wanted to be the best toy, man. <laughs> right. He wanted to be the best toy. <laughs> That's but, why when Buzz got there, right. it was a little dicey. But they learned to work together. There's a That's ton right. of lessons oh here. Oh, my gosh. There's so many. But the reality is, <clears throat> if, you know, taking what you just said and tying it into the whole, like, Pixar's model, if right. you even want to call it that, because they certainly didn't have one starting out. Right. But their ideology behind how they were going to produce the film, it's like, apply that to how you do things, right? Right. Apply, like, this broad stroke, objective opinion on the world. Don't, I'm not saying objectify. There's a big difference. I want you guys to know there's a difference. (laughs) But be objective. Don't come at things with a bias. Be open to looking and listening. And then do every interaction, everything you can with that same level of excellence and intentionality. Yes, definitely. Definitely on the production side of right. things. I mean, it's, it really is incredible. And I think when you look at the story itself and you see that there is the first one, the second one, the third one, the fourth one, and they're all equally captivating. Well, in, the first in their, one's the best. Yes. Obviously. But, but there are, are <laughs> I would say, of a four-series movie agree it is, no agree it, it is watchable <laughs> yeah there's there's not a lot of franchises that can go past trilogy right and it still shake out <laughs> right but i think the um incredible thing about it is that you see the story expanding right. there's there's the main character which if you're applying this to your own life that's you right who is in every single movie and is making an impact in every single movie but it's expanding there are there's more than just Buzz in the second one. Right. There's more than just Buzz and Jesse <laughs> in the third one. And and Woody's focus, who you know, he's the main character. His focus is also changing. changing. Yeah. And so if if you are a creator and you're putting things out there, you have a message, you have, you know, things to say, you don't paint yourself into a corner. Let your story expand. Right. Be be welcoming. Let let people in. Let people let people come into your story for a short amount of time. Look, maybe man, they're not. Maybe they're the Sid and they have to go. Hey, but maybe they're Forky. <laughs> right. Right. But seriously, you know what? Gosh, weird tangent. Thanks, Brain. <laughs> Look, if you haven't seen Toy Story Four, yeah. watch it. Yeah, you but, should. It's but good. you and I will talk. <laughs> Without giving a lot of spoilers if they haven't. Yes, right. they've been under El Rocadore. Right. But, so, Forky yeah. is, a, is a tough nut to crack in right. the beginning. <laughs> and you are going to encounter people 
like quirky. And yes. I'm not saying like quirky and weird and hard to control. What I'm saying right. is you're going to find people who feel like they have no worth. Right. <laughs> and your life might currently be a real shit show. Yeah. How are you going to show up for that person? Because in the context of the movie, Woody's life wasn't going great. Right. Things were kind of falling apart for and him. For all He's kind of and in purposes, the back of the closet. He shouldn't even like Forky. Right. <laughs> but instead, right. everything's going to shit for him, but he still shows up selflessly for this individual to make them feel better. Yes. Because he sees the bigger picture. Right. And the bigger picture is their kid. Right. right? The kid. It's always the kid. And so apply even these things to how you're doing stuff. Like, yeah, yeah maybe your day is, is not great either. Right. But if you see someone in need, whether it's they need to talk to somebody, because you, you can tell, man, look at someone's eyes for two yeah. seconds. You'd be like, ooh, things aren't right. going Something's well for them. happening, yeah. If you can be of service to them and think of the bigger picture that's called, like, Earth. Right. You know? <laughs> right, right. Like, Everybody, not just surviving, but thriving, having somebody to lean on. <laughs> and you and I can speak to this because it's the industry we're in. It's what we do as a profession, and we do it as a profession because we love it that much. Right. I can have a crummy start to my day. Right. But man, yes. I get done with that first client and I'm like, shit, son, <laughs> right. I'm bulletproof again. Like, right. I love it yes. because I got to show up and be of service to somebody. Right. And there is something so powerful and freeing at the same time of, of serving other humans. Yes. It makes you feel better. Yeah. It, I mean, it's absolutely true. I think, I mean, there is a, there's a saying that goes with it and I can't think of what it is, but it's, you know, if you're, if you're feeling down, Think of what you can do for somebody else. Right. Stop focusing on what's going wrong with you. Right. And, and just give somewhere. But, I mean, you know, I, I've seen it with you, too, where, you know, things aren't great. And you'll have someone reach out about whatever they're, they're – it's for you and your clients, it's always like they just can't get their damn diet straight, it seems like. Right, yeah. We have – nutrition is the they, hardest thing. They don't know it, but they're just yeah. – that's why you're such an, a powerful accountability partner for these folks is because you're like, yeah, it does suck. Right. It is hard. Right. Here's a way to, <laughs> right. here's not a way to cheat the system. Here's a way to use the system for you. But right. I see you like come back, you know, jazzed, even yes. though it's work. You're like, man, right. I oh, got no. It's I got so him. exciting. It's so exciting when you, when you help somebody work through something that's right. difficult and they're like, oh, this is going to work and it's repeatable. So when I feel this again, I know what to do now. And what's awesome this is the show's taking a turn that we probably didn't expect, but let's roll with it. <laughs> what's awesome is when you start making that a habit, right? Right. Just like in the film, mm -hmm. you become more in line with what your next step is. Anyway, yes. the more that you check your ego, check your hardships and start putting yourself in a position to help others. Right. It starts putting you back in alignment with what the hell you're supposed to be doing next. It's right. crazy. Right. And the thing is, is no matter where you are, there is a next, right. and it's not going to look like now. It doesn't. It doesn't make any difference how how good you are at now, or maybe how much you're struggling at now. Whatever you're going to get to the end of this season, and there's going to be a next. And this, right. where you are, is going to have prepared you to move forward. But you you have to be ready to do something new. But how often does this happen? It, it takes me back to when we did the four part series about Alice in Wonderland. Man, yeah, Disney heavy today, <laughs> but it. When you're in the midst of helping someone, right? Yes. When you're in the midst of being like a trusted advisor or a sounding board or just an accountability partner for somebody right. and you're giving some some good advice, right? You're helping mm -hmm. them out. You'll hear the words you need to hear a lot of times. A lot yes. of times you will speak from the heart and it's because that's some shit you're dealing with too. Maybe subconsciously. Right. It's that I give very good advice, but I very seldom right. follow it kind of thing. The thing I call the Alice complex. Yes. But, and I talk about this to clients all the time because yeah. we are 
professional encouragers are the worst about this. <laughs> right. HR reps. Oh, yes. my God. Bless your hearts. If you're in the HR world, I love you. You know I do because you guys do this all the time. You're yeah. helping everyone out. And you yeah. sometimes have zero self-care. So, <laughs> But it's, you know, once you start, hey, do this, do that, you're like, man. And you get off that call, you get off that session or yeah. finish up that conversation. Like, okay, jackass, take your own advice here. Right. That's what you should do, too. You should do this, too. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep, it's really true. <laughs> it's really true. But, it, and again, to take us back to the first point that we were making because, you know, I have to come full circle with things before I can wrap them, <laughs> is that even that takes that same level of care and intentionality. Yeah. It also takes the same level of freedom to go, I don't really care what the rest of the world says right now. Yeah. What what I want to do is serve you the best possible way I can. I don't care what's going to happen from 25 years. I don't care about right. this this even making me money or making me fat. None of that matters. What matters right. is right now doing the very best for the person in front of me. Yeah. And those are usually the things that do last for 25 years. Exactly. I mean, those are the, when you, when it's really from the heart and it's really focused and it's really genuine, those are the, even if it's just a tiny snippet of the conversation or, you know, that, that last right. for a long time. And the, the crazy thing is, is that <laughs> it can come from anywhere. Danger can come from anywhere. You know? like, but Stay it's like, alert. Right? But it's like, you know. In our relationship, there are things that you have said to me that I still, when I'm out in the world and I'm feeling nervous or I'm feeling whatever, it plays in my head. Right. There, it's like, you know, from your first appointment and it was something that was said to you about, you know, own the space you're in. Yep. I've lived by that for right. over 20 years. <laughs> and you were relaying it to yeah. me. And then in another conversation, you had referenced it in something that I was, you know, talking to you about being nervous about. And you're like, you don't need to. Just own the space you're in. And so it's like, I get weird little anxiety things about, you know, talking to people or all of a sudden it's like, I'm in the world. There's a lot of people out here. But that's one of those things that you weren't trying to make some big speech to me and and bolster my confidence and send me out into the world to, you know, take over. It was like, just own the space you're in. But that is something that goes through my head probably on a weekly basis. And that, you know, our our relationship... (laughs) unique because kind of important to us but i think <laughs> we we approach every interaction we have with most every human yeah. in that regard where it's like i don't know where you're coming from all the time i don't know yes. the circumstances i can possibly empathize with the emotion though right and because of that i want to give you the very best possible version of me that i can right now no matter what's happening in my day right Right, because it's not like you and I don't have some really crappy days every now and then. True. Either whether it's collectively because we're having a hard time or we just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. But hell, we'll be honest because we do. Yeah. Sometimes we fight. It's weird. (laughs) And what's crazy, though, is almost every time exactly what I was just talking about happens is you'll talk to a client or I'll talk to a client. We're both Mm -hmm. like, ah, crap. Right. I'm sorry. Right. Because like, we showed up intentionally uh, for someone. I was like, well, that's probably the way I should act with my spouse, right. too. I should be saying these things and doing this kind of stuff That was great him. advice, Travis. You <laughs> should go do that. You're smart. <laughs> but, you know. It, but the thing is, is it's a good point because everybody is having some kind of encounter with everyone. And you are saying things that are meaningful right. that you don't necessarily even realize. And so... Sometimes to replay a couple of conversations that you have, 
is a helpful thing sure. where you go, oh, yeah, that applies to me too. I right. should, you know, right. <laughs> I should do that. I should probably do that too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It was it was not probably the show that we even started to have. <laughs> but it's great because all the points kind of converge to yes. the same idea. And it's that idea of like intentional excellence, you know, yeah. like do, right. Bill and Ted, man, be excellent to each other, damn it. Like <laughs> yeah. intentional excellence, don't worry about the constructs. Right. right. If you need to make that shit up as you go along, make it up. Right. Like adapt to the situation and right. create something new and lasting. And that's what makes you stand out. That's what makes you unique. Right. That's why people stop and look because right. they're like, oh, this is from a perspective I've never seen before. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, I can't tell how many times like you would think on face value that a lot of my stories and experiences from overseas like, oh, well, that doesn't apply to, you know, Johnny Corporate Pants. But, yeah, it does. But it does. Because, you know, they may not be able to, oh, yeah, I totally understand what it's like to be in Baghdad on a Tuesday. Right, to be in fear of your life of being blown up. They don't know that exact feeling. Guys. But when I can relay that message to them, right. and they then they, man, talk about being bolstered. Like, oh, yeah, it's the same thing. Like, yeah, right. it's the exact same thing, <laughs> right. dude, same thing. That's right. <laughs> and that's, you know, that is intentionally being excellent for somebody else. Yes. That is, that is checking your ego, checking the pound your chest thing. Yeah. It's, I'm going to do it. I've, I've been hesitating to do it because it's so cheeseball of do me. Do it. But it's, you got a friend in me, dude. Yeah. I mean, trust it. Like, that is yeah. the, the best part is it came yes. to me halfway through this was like, <laughs> damn, that's all we're talking about. Right. Be a friend to other people. Right. Right. And do it with excellence. Do it yes. with intentional excellence. <laughs> it's amazing how well your, your day is going to go for you when you do that. Yeah. And when you start looking at people as potential friends right. or as people that are already friends, <laughs> even if you don't know them, it changes the way you interact with them. And I can guarantee you, whether you see it firsthand, whether anyone ever reaches back out to you to say so or not, yeah. you will have an impact that will last a quarter fucking century. Yes. Guarantee it. Yep. You know, we're, we're lucky in as much as like I've known a lot of the same people for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten that feedback, like, dude, what you said on that day in that moment changed my life. Right. And it's words that fell out of my mouth. Right. But it was because I make a habit of trying to show up intentionally excellent for people that they were good words. Right. You know? <laughs> right. But again, you may never see it, but I promise. Yes. You are going to make an impact the last a quarter of a century and beyond. Yes. So. To infinity and beyond. Oh, my God. It's like we mapped this out. I promise we didn't, but that was so good. <laughs> I'm going to wrap it there. Yep. Anything else? Nope. All right, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Hope you took something away from it, and we will talk to you next time. Bye.